0: Hey everybody, how's it going? Pastor Carl here. We're in week number two of the series that we're calling Not Afraid. And um, today the sermon title of the message is called Something Contagious. You know, uh, we're dealing with this virus thing right now, this crazy super virus. And, and I don't know if you guys um, are aware, probably everybody here in Hawaii at least, is we just got our quarantine extended for like another month. And so we're kind of dealing with this thing because this virus is so contagious. You know, viral back in the day used to be kind of a funny thing. When something went viral, it was like, oh, that's so funny on YouTube or, or some video thing was really popular. But today the word viral has a whole new meaning. It means it's scary. It's destructive. It's, it's causing us to alter our normal daily life and all that we do. It has an incredibly new meaning. Uh, the virus that we're dealing with here is incredibly contagious and we know that but so is fear and I think the only thing that's worse than the virus is the fear itself, and it can cause us to live in a in a manner where we are afraid. And so the series is called Not Afraid. We're choosing to be not afraid because of God in us. I don't know about you, but sometimes I think about the fact of like, well, well, what if I catch it? Any of you thought about that recently? Like we know how many cases there are and all this. And we think sometimes, what if what if I catch it? Like, what if I'm a carrier of this thing? And what if I spread it and I don't even know about that? And and those are valid fears, but the truth is actually this, is that we are carrying something contagious. That's what I want to talk about today, is we are carriers of something contagious, and is what we're carrying worth catching? That's like maybe just a question for us today, is what we're carrying worth catching? Um, The reality is that we are carrying something contagious, and I'm going to tell you what that is in a minute here, but right now, just take a minute to turn to someone around you in your living room or your workspace or wherever, and just let them know that if you follow Jesus Christ, go ahead and tell them, I'm a carrier. Turn to somebody right now and just tell them, hey, I'm a carrier, I'm a carrier. You better watch out. I'm, con- I'm contagious, watch out. Step back, I'm a carrier. Because that's the reality of what we're gonna talk about right now. Um, I wanna look at a few verses in the book of 1 Thessalonians. This is the Apostle Paul. He had recently started a church in uh, Thessalonica, and he had actually gotten kicked out of town for sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so he's, he's writing this letter to his friends. The church kept going, but they're kind of under persecution because you could actually um, be persecuted or, or hassled or kicked out or, or even worse, possibly put to death just because of your faith in Jesus Christ. And so they were dealing with this thing that was pretty heavy. And Paul's writing this in the first chapter. I'm going to share a few verses today and see what we can pick up out of this but they're facing persecution as well. So here's what the Apostle Paul's writing to his friends in Thessalonica, chapter one, verses two and three. He says, we always thank God for all of you and we pray for you constantly. That's something we can use a lot more of in our world today is a lot of prayer. He says, we're always praying for you. As we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of, and this is three things I want you to remember. We think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope That you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. The first point I want to just talk about here today in this is that. We carry something powerful and unprecedented. I love that word unprecedented. We use it a lot in this coronavirus. This, this word unprecedented basically means something that we haven't known or seen or heard of before. And I want you to, to realize that you are contagious. I'm contagious if I know Jesus Christ and I carry something powerful and unprecedented that, that what we have inside of us has changed us. It's affected us. It's something that is actually worth catching because it's done some good changes in us. And the, the three things that That Paul is talking about here is we think of, and he lists three things faith, love, and hope. And I want to talk about those things really quick is that this faith that we carry inside of us is not just a faith in the times where we win, but it's faith in God even during the times when it seems like hope is lost and it seems like we lose, like we're actually in the valleys. Like, for instance, the fact that Church has been totally shut down. We're having to do things online. And yet you're sitting here still with enough faith in God that says, okay, I may not be able to gather with my church, but I'm going to keep meeting digitally. I'm going to tune in online. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be reading my Bible still. I still worship. I still serve this God. I still pray to Him every single day as... That, that Paul is saying that we carry something in us that's so powerful and unprecedented that would cause our faith to keep holding on to God no matter the circumstances. So faith is the first thing. The second thing he talks about is love. And love is this kind of love that gives to others even when you don't feel like it. You've got something powerful that motivates you to love people around you even when you don't feel like it. Even when you're trapped at home in quarantine and you're stressing, you're trying to do your job and your kids are doing whatever they're doing and you just decide, you know what? My kids deserve to have a piece of me right now. I need to be their dad or their mom or whatever. And you decide to love that doesn't come easy because it's this powerful love that comes from inside of you that says, I'm going to choose to love people even when it's not easy to do. And you spend that time for your your spouse or your kids. And the third thing, faith, love, and hope. He says, "I, I remember and I think about your enduring hope. And hope is this, this courage that comes from within. It's not based on outer circumstances. Psalm 27, 13 says, yet I am confident that I will see the Lord's goodness while I am here in the land of the living. And then he says, wait patiently for the Lord, be brave and courageous. This is the kind of hope we're talking about. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. These three things, faith, love, and this hope that we have is something powerful that's within us. And Winston Churchill said this about hope and courage. He says, courage is going from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. The kind of hope that we have because we have Jesus in us is that kind of thing that says, man, I might fail. I might get knocked down. But this courage I have, this hope I have in Jesus is I'm just as enthusiastic. I'm going to keep going for it because I know that I've got God with me. So what we're talking about being contagious is found in those three things, faith, love, and hope. We carry something powerful and unprecedented. Remember that you carry that as well if you believe in Jesus. The second point is that we carry something contagious. Not only is it doing good things in our life through faith, hope, and love, but it's actually changing other people because it's getting off of us and out of us, and it's leaking and affecting and contagious to other people around us. 1 Thessalonians 1.5, Paul goes back and he writes... For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but also with power. See, here's what we're talking about here today. The good news about Jesus Christ is contagious. What you're carrying around with you is this relationship you have with Jesus Christ. Yeah, the coronavirus is scary. Yeah, fear is scary. That's contagious. It's spreading like wildfire. Fire, fire, wild fire. Let me just articulate. Wildfire. Fear is spreading all over the place. But you know what is also spreading? The hope of Jesus Christ, the love of Jesus Christ, faith in Jesus Christ. And that's what we're carrying. And it's contagious. Remember that it's so contagious that it spread to you from someone else. I don't know who it was that talked to you, but somebody at some point in time, you saw the love of Jesus in them. You saw all that he offers. When I was a little kid, my youth leaders, they spoke to me, they modeled well what Jesus was all about, Christianity. It's a real deal. And I felt the forgiveness. I felt the grace, the joy the peace, the confidence that comes from knowing God, this confidence, this this calm that came upon me. And I realized, that's pretty good. How do I get some of that? That's contagious. And we know that the good news of Jesus Christ is contagious because good news always spreads fast. Like no matter what your, your news is, like imagine when we actually come up with a cure for the coronavirus, imagine how fast that's gonna spread and everybody's gonna wanna get vaccinated. That uh, A thing that is that good, good news like that is going to spread fast because it's it's gonna bless people around us. Same thing for us with Jesus Christ. So here's my kind of charge to you today and my encouragement to you is be someone that brings good news. Be someone in the middle of the bad news and the fear of bad things being contagious. Be someone that is contagious with the good news of Jesus Christ. It says in Romans 10 15, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. We have something that is so contagious that is just giving good news and life to other people. I recently went through a crazy season of my life. Some of you guys know about it. I don't try to bring it up all the time. I just bring it up to tell you that, that it's the good news of Jesus that gave me the hope that changed my life. I went through some heavy stuff. I went through a divorce, guys. It was crazy. But in the whole process of the divorce, I was going and seeing a counselor, which I highly recommend. If you've got problems in your life, man, go get some help, get some therapy. Christian counselor, I've been seeing a counselor throughout the whole divorce process, and I'm now on the other side. And I walked into his office the other day, and he goes, man, Carl, we haven't talked in a while, but I can tell from you, looking at you, your countenance, you're tan, you're happy, you carry a confidence in you, you have peace, you you seem joyful, you seem like you've got everything in control, I hear things about your church, it seems to be flourishing, things are good, are happening in your life. Whatever you're doing, keep doing that. And basically what I told him is, it's just Jesus, man. I just keep getting closer to God. I keep surrendering everything to him. And he's the one doing this good work in my life. And you know what I'm finding? Is that the people around me that know what I've been through, some of them are walking out the same type of situation in their relationships, in their marriages, and, and divorces looming. But what I'm finding is people are hungry to hear what happened in my life. How am I so happy and joyful and peaceful and calm coming out the other side? You know why? because I have good news to share with them and they want that good news. But what I have is so contagious. The good news about Jesus Christ is that it's leaking out to other people. People want to hear about the good news. And here's the third point. I said three things. Number one, we carry something powerful and unprecedented, that faith, love, and hope. We carry something that is contagious. It's such good news that everybody wants to hear about it and it's gonna spread really fast. But the third thing is this, is that we carry something that shows. Or rather, can I put it this way? It should show. Some of us, maybe we hide, hide it under a, a bushel, but we need to let that light shine, is that we carry something that shows. Just like the virus, we're worried about the symptoms, the things that show, like with the coronaviruses. Well, it starts off with respiratory problems and a cough and a fever and headache. And so it's funny, I don't know about you guys, but I was in Foodland, I think, the other day shopping, and everybody's got their masks on, and we're all covered up, and it's, it's all good. But I remember somebody in the aisle next to me coughed. And literally, everybody just panics and freaks out, like, because like the first symptom, right? We're all thinking, dude, the guy's got the Rona. We're out of here. Let's go grab our milk and let's run. Because what, what's going on is that the coronavirus shows through coughing and fevers and all of this stuff. But it's I think the same thing is that rather than people cringing when you cough but people should see Jesus in you so strongly that they don't cringe, but it shows and they want some of that, that they want that to spread towards them. And here's how it spreads in our words and actions. And let me take you back to 1 Thessalonians. And this is what Paul said to that church in Thessalonica in verse eight. He said, the message of the Lord has sounded out from you, not only in Greece, but its echo has been heard in every place where people are hearing about your strong faith. And in the same way that we would say today, man, coronavirus, COVID-19, has affected every nation on earth. That coronavirus is affecting the whole wide world. Let me tell you something else that affects the whole wide world, Jesus. Corona affects the whole world, but Jesus does too. And I want you to remember that it's powerful and that it should show in our lives. I'm going to tell you this right now, be contagious, be contagious. For Jesus. Be contagious what he has. When you catch a passion for Jesus, it's going to spread everywhere, and it's going to come out in all of your words and all of your actions. Um, The early church in Acts chapter 6 verse 7, as they started up, as they were serving God, as they were spreading the message everywhere, it says that God's message continued to spread. The number of believers greatly increased. And people have come to me and they're like, well, I don't know, we can't really spread Jesus too good because church is canceled, pastor. Church is canceled right now. But I just wanna remind you guys that, that church isn't about where we gather, is that we don't just go to church. Remember this, that we are the church. So wherever we go, God goes. That we should be contagious in everything that we do or say, affecting the whole wide world. Because we carry this thing, something inside of us, that's contagious, the good news of Jesus Christ. Sure, fear is contagious, but so is Jesus. Yeah, fear is contagious, but Jesus is contagious as well. So how are we contagious? Well, in all of our words and actions, the first thing that I wanna just encourage you with is remember that your words are Contagious. Remember that oftentimes we hear rumors and we hear exaggerations and we hear opinions and we hear predictions about this whole virus thing and it freaks people out and it's contagious and we get in the spirit of fear. But also the good words that we use that come out of us can encourage the peace of Jesus Christ and encourage people and give them hope. I texted a friend of mine the other day. He was military. He got stationed in Rhode Island of all places and he loves the beach and he's not happy with the beach over there. But I just, I texted him the other day. And God put him on my heart. I was thinking about him. I'm praying for him. And so I just texted him to say, hey, man, I miss you. Encourage you. I'm praying for you and your family, hoping that my words would give life to him. Well, you know what happened? He texted right back, and he said, Carl, I heard you went through some tough times, too. Me and my family, we've been praying for you, and we're praying that you find strength in the Lord as well. And this is what's so cool about contagious words is I went to speak them to him he spoke them right back to me, encouraged me. You know what that made me do? Get on the phone, get on the text, call and encourage somebody else. Why? Because our words have power. Our words are contagious. We carry the hope of Jesus through our words. Proverbs 15 verse four says, when you speak healing words, you offer fruit to others from the tree of life. You offer others fruit from the tree of life. But unhealthy negative words do nothing but crush their hopes. Think about today's day and age. We can offer words all the time, the right words, because it's not just about speaking. It's about texting. It's about commenting on people's uh, uh, posts. It's about posting. It's about our stories, about our videos, our blogs, our vlogs, our, our Snapchats, our TikToks. We have so many ways to use our words productively. Remember that your words are contagious. Use them well. Speak life. Secondly, your kindness is contagious. Remember that just your actions towards other people can be contagious. Just down to this past week, people blessed me, their generosity, their kindness. People made me handmade masks so that my family and I could walk around with our masks. Someone else delivered some amazing fresh popsicles, some Ono Pops. They own the company. Daniel and Jan. I see you. Thank you so much for the lehing powder and the Ono Pops. But that act of kindness towards me is contagious, I went out that day, and I was at Foodland again. And one of the clerks was looking for something on the shelf, like, oh, someone called. Do we have milk duds? Do we have milk duds? And I was right in the candy aisle of all places, one of my favorite places to be. And I knew where the milk duds were. And so I was ready. I was like, I knew better than the lady that worked there. I'm like, oh, what do you say? Milk duds? Right here, ma'am. Boom, hooked her up with the milk duds. She was all stoked. She was all happy. And I'm just like, people hooked me up with some really cool stuff. The least I can do is give small talk and help someone else and, and smile at people, even if they can't see it. You got your mask on, you're smiling. I see it in your eyes. I see those smiles. But smiles and small talk go a long way. And the word is asking us in Philippians 2.3, it says, to your kindness is contagious. It says this, in authentic humility, put others first and view others as more important than yourselves. I heard a cool story this week of someone got their stimulus check back from the government and the first thing they did was to say, well, you know what? I prayed about it. I don't really need it. I'm going to look for someone that I can give it to. That's kindness at work. That's contagious. The other thing is your ideas are contagious. In other words, be part of the solution. Use your creativity in this time to bless people. I heard of one of our, our, our young 18 to 25-year-old connect groups, and they, they got creative. They all watched a movie together. They Zoomed a movie, and they all watched it from their own homes together, and they commented, and they shared it, and I thought, that's pretty creative. That's a good idea. I know that our, our worship team is talking about possibly doing like a weekly worship service, a worship jam. That's a brand new idea, but those ideas are, are contagious about spreading the good news and the hope and the encouragement of Jesus Christ. Um, I know these outreach outreach bags that we're doing, the drive-through. Our church is talking about giving away thousands of free masks to our church and to bless the community. Look for that to happen in the upcoming weeks. But these are all new ideas. Remember this, your ideas are contagious. And the last thing is, I talked about it earlier, your hope is contagious. Your hope is contagious. Hope means expectation and desire for something good to happen. And I read this verse and I thought of something funny. 2 Corinthians 2.14, Paul writes, about hope and being contagious, he he uses it in different words, but I like this. He says, "But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession, and He uses us to spread the aroma, or the fragrance, or the smell, the scent of the knowledge of Him of Jesus everywhere." I love that. Is it the hope that we have? Um, It can come through smell. Sometimes smell gives hope. If you guys know what I'm talking about, like smell will jog your memory, it gives hope. Like I was cooking a lot of spam this week and I've been on a mission to try every flavor of spam and just the smell of spam gives me hope. It gives me hope for a brighter day. Like it's delicious and I love it. And the smell of spam cooking, it brightens my day. But think about this. The Bible is saying that the aroma of the knowledge of Jesus, like that the smell of hope can come off of us, and smells are good things. Think about the smell of grandma's house, something that reminds you of grandma, and you're just like, all the memories and all the love, and that smell can jog the memory. Maybe it's your, your wife or your girlfriend's perfume, and you smell that scent, and, and the guys instantly get all like, ooh, I love that scent, uh, and you get, you get all excited, or, or maybe for the husbands, it's, it's, it's wives, you know, your husband's scent, his pheromones, his BO, maybe that just like turns you on, I don't know, but sometimes there's hope, and there's, there's feelings of expectation that are attached to smells. When I smell the the beach and the salty air, it just, it reminds me, it gives me hope of surfing, of diving, of all these amazing memories. But I love that the Bible says that we get to spread the aroma of the knowledge of Jesus everywhere. That in all of these smells that there's hope in Jesus is the smell of something good. And I would ask you this question is, do you smell like Jesus? Some of you guys smell like other things and like you stepped in something, but do you smell like Jesus? Because Jesus is the hope of the world, and that is contagious for people everywhere. Our hope is contagious. We smell like Jesus when we look like Jesus, when we act like Jesus, when we speak like Jesus. And so today, I just wanted to encourage you guys that we are carriers of something contagious and is what you're carrying worth catching? Go out there and love some people. Love this world around you. Be contagious for Jesus. Let me pray right now. Lord, we just come before you today, Lord, and we're just we're grateful people that we have something worth catching, that we are carriers of something, and it isn't a scary virus and it isn't fear. We're going to live not afraid, but Lord, we're going to recognize that we are called to be contagious to this world around us, Lord, that we would shine brightly and we'd share the good news of Jesus Christ, the hope, the love, the forgiveness. There's just the the powerful grace and the mercy that he shows us every day, the miraculous that can come about in our lives when we seek him. Lord, we are called to be contagious with that. So Lord, would you stir up within us right now this feeling of, of, of hopefulness and a reminder that we don't want to spread the discouragement, the depression, the stress, the fear. We want to spread faith, hope, love, encouragement, blessing. Lord, we want to be a light into this world. Lord, we're going to live not afraid. And I, I pray right now that maybe some of you guys, this is a first time uh, kind of commitment that you're feeling in your heart right now to say, I like this message. I like this guy. I haven't been close to God my whole life, or maybe I was, but I fell away. But maybe there's something stirring in you right now that God's trying to speak to you. And he's saying, hey, from whatever you just heard today, the worship, the songs, or just this message, that something's rising up inside of you. And you're going, I'm, I'm tired of giving into the fear and the ways of the world. I want to follow God, a God that could be the one that gives me hope. And if that's you, I'm going to say a simple prayer with you right now. And if you're watching this, I'm just, my eyes are open. I'm looking at you because I'm talking to you right now. If you would like to choose Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, meaning that there's, he's the hope of the world. There's no other options that you're going to choose to live his way and with what he wants to do in your life. If you would like to make that a decision in your life right now, I want to pray with you. I want to lead you in a simple prayer that would just make your heart connect with God, that he would forgive you, He's not here to judge you or condemn you. He actually wants to accept you into his family. And if you say yes to him, and you just literally surrender and go, God, here I am, here's all of me, then he's gonna get to work in your life. He's gonna start changing you. Good things are gonna happen. And that there's a promise that says, and even when we die, that life isn't over. There's eternity to look forward to with him and the rest of the family in heaven. So if you would like to pray that prayer with me, um, if you would just, where you're at, bow your head, close your eyes, I'm gonna pray with you right now. You pray it in your heart, you don't have to pray it out loud. But just pray this in your heart with me right now as I pray. God, I'm here today, and I I want that hope that you offer. Lord, I want to be contagious with something that is good, that is a blessing to this world, that is powerfully working within me, changing me, offering me hope for a brighter day. Lord, I want to tell you right now that I want to choose you, and I want all that you have for me in my life. I believe that Jesus came and died on a cross, And then he rose from the dead three days later to prove that he is the son of God. And he's got power over life and death and all my sin and all my separation, all the things I've ever done and will do that would keep me away from the holiness of God. Jesus died so that I could make that connection and I can be back in the family of God. So God, right now, I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, I believe that, I receive that, and I'll live for you from this day forward. Thank you for being my God. In Jesus' name, the church all said, amen. God bless you guys. Have a great week.